So as you all know, I like a good little compilation of dividend safety scores. Now, this, this data that I pulled from various sources may be a little outdated, so I wouldn't take it... For, uh, I wouldn't... I would take it with a grain of salt, but I do agree with these safety scores because a safe, dividend safety score typically goes all the way up to a 99. Um, these are pretty close. Uh, I typically go... If I'm going to go for a company, I want to make sure that you know, there's a lot of things that go into a dividend safety score, by the way, but I want to make sure they're profitable, want to make sure they're not debt ridden, want to make sure they're big enough to sustain, have enough cash reserves, stuff like that. They could at least last to depression. Uh, most fantastic companies with a wide product pipeline and a demand for their goods uh, that are well established typically don't do so bad. They don't grow super fast. I'm not going to lie. The growth rate could be kind of slow, but the stability's there, and they have constant cash flows and are willing to reward um, their shareholders with a dividend that they pay out through their profits. So let's just keep that in mind. Um, yeah, so I might as well just talk about here real quick. We're just I was going to go over a bit of a list of dividend stocks with a 90 or above dividend safety score. So <clears throat> yeah, first on the list, one of my favorite companies. Now this could have changed... But I do believe Johnson & Johnson is a solid one. Now, I'm going to kind of go with a little bit of an updated list that I may have had, <clears throat> may have not had. Um, let me, um, so let me just kind of give you some well-known companies that have historically been considered to have a high dividend safety score. This is uh, not for sure purity accurate, but hey, it's worth it. All right, let's continue. Anyway, so we got Johnson & Johnson with a dividend safety score of 95. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We got Procter & Gamble with uh, 92. Coca-Cola with a safety score of 91. Um, we got McDonald's Corporation with a dividend safety score of 92. Verizon Communications Incorporated, a 91 dividend score. We got Walmart with a dividend score of 83. We got AT&T with a 77. Um, we got Nestle uh, SA with an 82. Uh, PepsiCo with uh, 87. Uh, Microsoft Corporation with an 84. Now, it is important to note that a lot of these scores have changed and could have become a little bit outdated. Um, additionally, uh, different financial institutions may have different methodologies for determining dividend safety scores. Keep this in mind. These are all companies, though, that I love, that I believe are well-established based on, you know, not only just their, their management structure, just their balance sheets, and the fact that they're not debt-ridden, have a lot of assets, have a good product pipeline, are highly profitable, and typically have done decently at the very minimum during a downturn. And hey, sometimes they have poor quarters during a bear market or a terrible recession. 
It happens. These things happen. That's just the nature of business. And it's your opportunity to buy the company at a smaller price if uh, people freak out and sell all their shares because of one bad earnings call. That typically can happen. Um, people will freak out. But no, if, if you're if you're looking for good, well-established companies, which you should be, you don't want to you don't want to invest in an unknown. Um, <clears throat> one of the reasons why I love the stock market is a lot of the times you you can invest in a known company especially during rough times when the when the markets are bare sometimes you can get a fantastic company at such a low fucking share price and when i say low when i, when I say low share price i'm really thinking about the pe ratio if i know a company is good i use the pe ratio as a simple scale just to see if their value is kind of going down like it to, well to see if they're closer to their valuation i should say Price over earnings allows you to see what the stock price is versus the actual earnings. Um, it's nice. It's a very, it's a decent measurement scale. It's not my only scale, by the way. I've got multiple scales. But um, yeah, I don't take chances on unknown companies. I like to make sure I know the ins and outs of a company. I wouldn't say the ins and outs, but at least enough about the company uh, to where I feel comfortable to be in it. And then I also validate my thoughts by looking at an analyst opinions to see if institutional investors, guys like Warren Buffett, um, hell, Bill Gates could technically be considered an institutional investor. I'll trust, I'll trust his long-term investment, um, outlooks as well. But anyway, um, <clears throat> for me though, I'm always looking for a good deal, just a good, great company that may be out there in the market that I could, um, add to my portfolio. And if I could add it, I'm all about it, man. <laughs> anyway, though, um, I think I don't have anything else I want to add to this uh, entire thing, but... Oh, got to pop. Daddy's got to pop his neck, man. But no, I hope everybody enjoyed this sexy episode, and I hope you all have an incredible rest of the day.